Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Sarank, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium, an intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Hello everyone and welcome back to Spirit School. This week is an exciting topic where we're going to be discussing claircognizance, which is that clear knowing. Now in past episodes, we have talked about some of the other clairs, clairvoyance, which is the clear seeing, clairsentience, which is that clear feeling, and clairaudience, which is that clear hearing. So claircognizance for me is very exciting. Now, the funny thing about claircognizance is it really appears to you as your own thoughts. So it takes a long time and a lot of practice and development to start that discernment between your own thoughts and the thoughts of spirit or the higher self of yourself or whoever you're working with at the time. And I will tell you that this is the clair, and I'm going <laughs> to use a potty mouth here, but you have to have kind of like big balls to be able to say what you're thinking in a reading setting because one of the biggest fears of readers is getting information wrong. And one of the more scariest clairs um, and probably the most likely to get information wrong is actually through that clear knowing because it is incredibly subtle, right? That clear feeling I find is like the most standout-ish. Um, clear audience I think is very kind of obvious as well. I think clairvoyance and claircognizance are kind of those double-edged sword clairs where is it my imagination or is it spirit's visions? Is, um, you know, these thoughts mine or are they spirits? Because um, the discernment between the two is a little bit more subtle than the other clairs I find. So for those people who are developing mediumship and your clair development, it's very important to be very gentle with yourself around clair cognizance. And this is a time where you'll be called to actually just go for it, right? One thing I do know is that when I am in a reading situation where somebody has come and booked an appointment with me and they're sitting in front of me, I just know based off of all my years of experience as well as my years of development that anything that I'm receiving during that session is actually for my sitter. Sometimes readers will get tripped up because they're like, whoa, this can't be for them because it sounds just like me. Well, this is what we call the intelligence of spirit. A lot of what we will give our sitters is actually for us as well. So that's a come I tell a lot of my students in our classes, even if you feel like information that is coming through is painfully obvious because you resonate with so much, you still need to say it because it could also be for your sitter. And it very likely is. So that's how I kind of got over my fear of claircognizance and just going for it is that I kind of have this trust and faith that anything that comes to me through a reading situation is actually going to be for my sitter and not just me. Um, but there's also lessons and learnings, lessons and learnings within that message for them that is also for me. And that truly is the intelligence of spirit. I'm going to list out a few 
signs that you may be naturally claircognizant, okay? You might be the person with all the solutions, right? You hear a problem, you automatically have a solution. You don't know how you know it because you don't actually have experience with that problem, but you just know the solution. And you receive messages in the form of random ideas and solutions. Um, You're able to predict events, whether that's through prophetic dreams or just sitting there daydreaming. You are also somebody who daydreams a lot and spends a lot of time in your own thoughts. Um, And you know when somebody's being truthful and authentic. So one example I wanted to give you around claircognizance um, with the list I just gave you was one time, and this is again just signifying that um, a lot of the claircognizance is solution-based, right? You ask spirit, I need a solution, just wait, allow it to come forward. So I was going through a divorce when I was much younger, I think I was like 23, and I was kind of couch surfing because I was in between homes, wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And all I had with me was a couple boxes and I kept just like sleeping on people's couches or their spare rooms or wherever I could land um, until I found my forever home, which was Squamish in the end. And I had this watch and it was probably the first fancy watch I ever bought and it was broken and it was broken for about two years, but for some reason it was one of the few things I grabbed. And one night I had a dream and I was, remember I was sleeping in my parents' solarium that night and I had this dream and I woke up out of a dead sleep at about 3 a.m. and I knew how to fix my watch. And I went through one of my three boxes I lugged around with me everywhere and I found a little piece that um, had been missing for years um, off my watch and I was able to fix it and I could use my watch again. I still have this watch. It's kind of junky. It's a fossil watch of all things. But back then, being so young, it was a very um, expensive item for me to purchase for myself. So that was my claircognizance at work. And this was a decade before I knew I was a medium. So that's just like one example. Another example of a claircognizance situation that I have is I was doing a reading one time and I was seeing with my clairvoyance, a scepter and a crown, which to me signifies like royalty. And so I tell my client, I'm like, I don't know if you're royalty, but like spirit is showing me a crown and a scepter with you. And I know this is my knowing that I'm going to Denmark. Now, I didn't see the flag of Denmark. I don't even know if I could like point it out for you. If you showed me like five flags, I couldn't tell you which one it is. I didn't hear Denmark. I didn't see it. I wouldn't even know what it looked like, to be honest with you. I just knew it was Denmark. And my sitter kind of freaked out because she said, wow, that's like pretty interesting because my grandmother was rumored to have slept with the Prince of Denmark. And I was like, oh, shoot, right? Don't want to swear my podcast. So that was just kind of like an example of how the knowing might appear. It doesn't make sense to you because you didn't perceive it with your feeling or your thought or your hearing. You just knew something. So it really kind of takes... Um, you know, big cojones to be able to just say what you're thinking in a reading setting. So the thoughts around claircognizance are usually always solution-based and they are always helpful and uplifting, right? So these are um, claircognizance, 
you know, around, you know that your friend's having a girl or you know your friend's having a boy or you know how to fix this problem for yourself or somebody else. And the fun thing about claircognizance is that it is actually the way to develop it and to strengthen it is to acknowledge it and listen to the whispers of it because it's enhanced by confidence and assertiveness. So with that being said, the claircognizance is connected to the solar plexus chakra. So that's the chakra which is yellow and it um, sits kind of between where the rib cages meet below the chest and above the belly button. And so when the chakra center of the solar plexus is balanced, a person may feel self-control, personal power, divine will manifested, healthy self-esteem, a good sense of humor, leadership, healthy boundaries, powerful, and healthy self-worth. Now, when the chakra is unbalanced, and I got to tell you, ladies, I'm like, I sit with many women every week, and the solar plexus comes up so often as an area that needs some extra love and attention. Um, I can feel it in people. And so when this um, energy center is actually unbalanced, we may find ourselves a bit domineering or unboundaried angry, an inability to slow down, competitiveness, easily manipulated, passive. You might find yourself with digestive issues or chronic fatigue. So it's very important, especially as women and people who are developing as mediums or intuitives, I would say that you got to dedicate almost like a daily ritual to your solar plexus and nurturing it and honoring it and really getting in tune with it as this is one of our most psychic centers of our energy body. So some ways that you can heal this energy center, um, you know, for healing crystals, using things such as amber and citrine and pyrite and tiger's eye, essential oils, you would want to look to bergamot and lemon, vetiver and juniper berry, some affirmations, some real like vibrational love are saying things such as I know truth, I have deep inner knowing. I am connected to the knowing of the universe and I am enough. So I just want to take this opportunity to share another clear cognizance example for you, which could appear as an inner dialogue. And I believe that this was actually a communication with spirit through my claircognizance, not just my higher self. I think that the watch solution example I gave you was actually my higher self speaking. This conversation I'm about to tell you about, um, I believe, was truly communicating with spirit through this um, kind of like mental, uh, what do you call it, like telepathy, 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 telepathy. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. But I was just walking down the street one day and in popped my head so quickly, so fast. Um, you got to start connecting with the new moon and writing about the new moon. And I remember saying back to myself, well, I don't know anything about the new moon. And then I like tried to repeat it to myself and it was just like a stutter. So that initial um, inspiration came with such ease and so quick. And it wasn't even something that I was thinking about at the time. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just wait to see what happens with this. And not a word of lie, I go home that evening. I was just on my way home. So a few minutes later, I got home. And later that evening, I was going to be writing a blog entry about the crown chakra. So I was going to go get out one of my chakra books. And up on my bookshelf, and I only had about 10 books, 
on my bookshelf because I was renting one of my friend's places and I took it partially furnished, um, but all the belongings were ours. So I didn't even unpack all my books. Well, up on my bookshelf next to my chakra Bible book was a book about new moon astrology. Now, this is the second time in my life that a book has literally appeared to me from the world of spirit. Um, I'll share the first one in another episode because it will take me down some crazy rabbit hole, which was my first spiritual awakening and a really crazy, trippy experience. But I tell you, I'd only been renting this place for a few months. I never purchased this book. Um, and it was just there on my bookshelf. And that's really how I got started with all my moon, moonology studies and my moon worshiping. And it was all around that new moon. So that's another example of how that claircognizance may appear to you. Um, and it's usually in the form of like some sort of like inspiration and solution, like I've said a couple times here. So here's a few exercises you can have, because I always like to make sure you have some value when you're listening to this podcast and, you know, great, Danielle, we know about claircognizance. Now what? Well, here's now what, okay? Here's how you can kind of strengthen and develop that claircognizance, because as we've already covered, this, um, this ability really blossoms through that confidence and affirming that, yeah, okay, that was a claircognizance experience. So you'll want to um, create an atmosphere where you'll be able to get more situations like that coming to you. So one of the um, games would be around a prediction game. So if you can start predicting things like, you know, what your partner might end up wearing that day or what your boss might end up wearing to work that day, um, or maybe even like if you're about to head somewhere, you can try to kind of like guess or visualize or just pull in that knowing of what parking spot you're going to get, like super specific. Another one that I love to do is, you know, I work about 65 kilometers away from my house. So I'll leave my house and I'm going to guess the exact time I am going to park with that knowing. So it's not even like a guessing. It's like, yeah, I'm going to get there at 6.47 a.m. And then just wait to see if that comes true. And it's really important to keep track of your hits. So I've talked about a validation journal time and time again. So this is something that you'll want to track every single time because it may not seem that significant, but while you're on the development journey, you will be shocked at going back to, wow, I got that right. That was actually kind of a cool experience and see how far you've come. One of my favorite um, claircognizance exercises is asking for guidance. So do you have something in your life that you need a solution to? Put it out there to the universe, whether that's your higher self or spirit or truly just the universe, and state an issue that you're having and how you welcome a solution. I don't know what this could look like. For me, it was the watch, right? It's like, how do I fix this watch? I keep dragging it around everywhere. And just wait, because sometimes it could take a week or a month to appear to you, but just wait for that inspiration to come and that aha moment. And that um, solution will appear to you. Um, the solution might appear as an actual, like this is the solution. Or this knowing might lead you to a book or a blog or a podcast episode that actually has the solution within it. So just ask for the guidance have some patience, surrender, and wait, and allow that guidance to come through. And lastly, the solar plexus chakra work, right? So I talked about the solar plexus being connected to this clear knowing, and of course, the crown chakra as well, which is divine, our divine connection, but we're going to focus on the solar plexus um, for this episode. And so this is all about willpower, confidence, and strength. So we'll want to work on this area of knowing um, using the essential oils and the crystals that I mentioned. Other ways I love to strengthen my solar plexus is to just visualize yellow 
yellow and I actually imagine breathing in the color yellow into my solar plexus, inhaling it and exhaling it and cleansing it and balancing it and and re-energizing it Um, and even like wearing yellow and buying yellow flowers. Those are all ways that I love to work on my solar plexus and again using those affirmations that I mentioned as well. So that is your episode of Spirit School today on Clear Cognizance, the Clear Knowing Claire. (laughs) That's such a tongue twister. So I've really enjoyed doing this podcast. I think I'm about 24, 25 episodes in, and I've enjoyed hearing from you all on your feedback on the podcast. So thank you so much. And if you don't mind taking a moment and just rating the podcast on whatever device you're listening on, whether it's Android through Google Play or iTunes through your iPhone or hosted on Podbean, if you could just give it a quick review, written review, or just hit those stars, that'd be awesome. It helps other people discover my podcast. And if you have any recommendations for a upcoming episode, just email me at squamishmedium.icloud.com. So you can just ask me a basic question and I'll turn it into a whole podcast episode. And I'm also thinking about integrating a Q&A episode each month. So that's where you can message me and check me out on Instagram at squamishmedium. All right, guys, thanks.